0: I want to say something, and this is going to go on the record. So I know I'll be destroyed for this, but it's my truth. So f- it. Black people were not ready for freedom. When a person amongst us does something, rather than celebrate, we ridicule. Rather than collaborate, we compete. Rather than support, we sabotage. thought long and hard about why is this, like it's been bugging me. And then I realized something that whether it was apartheid colonization, the Jim Crow laws in the US, all of those systems of oppression had one singularity in communication. They said to black people, only one. That's it. So in slavery days, there was only one house nigger. The rest of y'all worked in the field. When we negotiated for our South Africa, there was only Mandela at Cordessa. All the other political parties had to sit and watch the ANC. When we got our liberation, there was only one Cyril at the board. Only one. So when a black person makes it, the rest of us go, shit, he's taken the seat. That's why we practice crabs in a bucket. We go, the only way I get that seat is if we don't think multiplier. Make sense? So he's going, I want to make a supercar. Nobody's going, How do I make tires for a supercar? We all go, Shit, now he's done it. Eh? <laughs> I'm telling, guys, this is my most honest reflection on, and I've thought about, do I make it a very, do I share it on social media? And I was just like, ah, the time will come. This is felt right, is the time. Um, this will, people will see this and I'll get slated for it, I'm sure. Don't fight my claws, I fight Gucci. Do, do you get it? Like your mind, it's all wrong, guys. The mindset is this thing, hey man, we must, yeah man. You know my, you know? So I don't want to get into the details of what happened in Benda, but let me put it to you this way. We got sabotaged. We went in, we got the land. I invested over, over 8 million Rand building our hub. We went in, we went local supplies. Everything in my hub was done by local people. The paving, the electrification, the fencing, everything. 8 million Rand, I pumped into the local economy of Toriando. Then you know what happened? Proper sabotage. You no, know, like our hub was going to be free guys. Free. State-of-the-art, running 4G networks, we're offering 200 accredited courses with the University of Pretoria, 100 more by Gibbs, and 100 by the London School of Economics. Collectively, the courses alone are gonna cost me 4 million. I was gonna find young entrepreneurs in the area, educate them for free, to walk out with a diploma or degree. Then I was gonna give them a hub that runs for free, you can just come and use it. Network, Wi-Fi, anything you want, just come and use it, it's yours. Why? Because it just makes sense to. Uh, the old people didn't see it that way. The municipal manager, the mayor, the commissioner of police, the police station manager, even the judge at the high court were all in on it. And I asked myself, why would they do it? Because very simple, in their minds, a young guy can't just come, J, come J, just J. No, no, he must respect first. <laughs> And you're just like, I'm trying to change the world.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. And yes, you heard it right. Today, we are talking about Vusi Tembequayo, the young African entrepreneur and uh, business guru. And today, we're talking about why do people fight you? Why do people resist you when you're actually trying to help them, especially the very people grew up with people who know your struggle people who know your background people who know where you're coming from they are the people who end up fighting you who end up resisting you now the first thing i want to uh say is that this phenomenon is uh is normal all over the world it's not only black people who do this uh, because there's a lot of evidence that this thing this phenomenon happens everywhere For example, if you know uh, the story of Uber, you can Google the story of Uber. When Uber started, there used to be uh, what they call uh, yellow cabs. And guess what? These days, I don't even know if yellow cabs exist anymore. But yellow cabs fought so hard to stay in business. Uber really experienced a lot of uh, rejection and resistance, but it found its own way through and today Uber is still here. How about Elon Musk? Elon Musk, uh, when he started the space program, the Congress committee in charge of the space program discouraged him. They even brought in uh, Armstrong, uh, the man who landed on the moon, to talk about it. And he also discouraged it. Why would people fight someone who is trying to do good? I mean, the guy was trying to find a solution whether it works or it doesn't work, the idea is we know we need to go in space but, and we need to find it, the solution with any means. Instead of supporting him, they just discouraged him. Another good example is Galileo. If you don't know the story of Galileo is that Galileo, after he invented a telescope, he started observing the stars and he found out that actually the Earth was rotating around the Sun and not the other way around because the Catholic Church has been teaching people that the Sun rises and the Sun goes down and it rotates which looks like it rotates around the earth but after he discovered that you can imagine what happened the church went bananas and they put him under arrest and he actually died in prison think about this for a second the very people you grew up with the very people in your community they will never just sit there and watch you take all the glory dismantle dismember everything they they believe everything they stand for just because you discovered something new no one likes that reality to be questioned and because of that they resisted they fought him so hard and years later that's when actually they confirmed that actually the earth is the one rotates around the Sun and funny thing is that most people would rather have a foreigner who would rather have someone from another country come and tell them that than their own person because no prophet is ever accepted in their hometown We, we can't imagine somebody being a scientist being a genius we know them who do you think you are and that is why we tend to be fought by the very people trying to help That's why it's hard to find support at home. Now you might think these people are crazy. Funny thing they are not. hard to understand but it's human. And today I want to talk about one psychological reason why people do such things. There's a lot of reasons. One, for example, lack of awareness, operating on autopilot, but they're actually all grounded in this one very psychological phenomenon called relative deprivation. So, Relative deprivation says that we, cannot, we only compare ourselves to people we are close to. We compare ourselves locally. Why? Because those are the that's where our quality of life is. That's where our economy is. So it doesn't make sense to be comparing yourself with people you don't see every day, with people you don't go to school with, with people you don't work with. And that's why it's also easier to be jealous of those people you see every day, people around you, that's why your friends are most likely to be jealous of you. That's why your family members are most likely to fight you. It makes sense that when you're trying to succeed, when you're trying to do, to move forward and change your life, most people who are around you, your friends, your neighbors, in your community, are the one who, are the ones who are going to fight you, are the ones who are going to resist you. If you are the poorest person in the neighborhood where most people are rich, you are going to be depressed. But if you are poor in the neighborhood where everyone else is poor, it's a celebration. There's a Swahili saying that goes like this. It says that, it says, meaning that when a lot of people are losing, we celebrate. Everyone celebrates. But if you're the only one losing when everyone else is winning, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt and it's a normal human reaction we should approach this with kindness and empathy and understanding why people act like this because it's normal so imagine if I see you every day just bowling making money your kids are looking great and over here my kids are starving I haven't found a job in years look I what do you want me to feel it's going to be hard actually so i think that's one of the explanations and uh, theories about why the people who you are trying to help your neighbors your community even your very own people even your family by the way they are the ones who will be jealous of you resist you fight you sabotage you why they can only compare themselves locally with you if you are doing well and they're doing worse what do you think is going to happen Another reason, it's uh, what Brené Brown calls scarcity mentality and it's everywhere, in every culture. Scarcity mentality is one of the biggest driver of fear. People only see what they're gonna lose, they become fearful because they are afraid, because there is also lack of resources. When there is less resources, people become fearful, people become anxious, people become vigilant, they hold on to everything they have. And that's why they're gonna fight you. Why? Because resources are scarce and This is where it gets interesting. You could be rich. You could be not even poor right now but because you, be, you come from a line of poverty from your great-grandparents this, uh, mentality, this mentality is most likely to be driving your life. There's a lot of people who are actually doing well, but their, their scarcity mentality they got from their parents, their great parents, is still driving their lives. Whenever they see an opportunity, whenever somebody is approaching them to do business with them, they are only thinking about what they are going to lose. They don't think for, what am I gonna win? And that is because of scarcity mentality. So dear black people, let's try, Let's now that we understand these two forces, one, Having, being uh, raised in an environment where resources are scarce, it's going to change how we react and how we invest and how we see opportunities. Number two, we're most likely to go, we are going to feel envy and to feel jealous uh, towards those who are doing well in our communities. Why? Because they're the ones we can compare ourselves to. And that also, once we understand it, let's try to act differently. Understand that it's normal to have these emotions but they should drive us and push us to do better, to encourage each other, to support those who are doing well, those who are trying to to create change. And then from there we can say, what can I do? How can I um, support this person? How can I make everything easier for them to create opportunities for everyone? Always think about what you're going to win, what you're going to get. If you see everything in the lens of opportunity, benefits, progress, you're going to see something good. But if you're seeing every opportunity and every uh, chance in the lenses of loss, scarcity, you're not going to engage that, you're going to fight everything, you're going to be fearful. So let's get out there, seek opportunities, support those who are bringing opportunities, and engage the world because we need to focus on what we want not what we don't want do you want to have progress yes do you want to have job opportunities yes do you want your children to be raised in an environment where there is opportunities there's good schools good resources computers and free education yes then support that and don't be fooled by your brain that this is going to benefit only the founders this is only going to benefit those who are doing well already even though they are also going to benefit from that you are also going to benefit from that everyone is going to benefit from that so focus on that what you can benefit from that and it cannot happen unless you support it this is why most people actually don't support local artists local businesses they buy international brands they are people who are very allergic to anything local anything from their hometown the opposite is also true Countries like Nigeria and Tanzania has seen a great success in movie industry and the music industry only for one reason, because their people decided to support their own music, their own art, their own movies and music and their businesses. Why? Because people chose to promote their own products, to support their own people. And it worked. Regardless of all the challenges and the resistance we face, it's possible to fight, it's possible to change, and it's possible to create a world where we are successful, where we are progressing, regardless of any psychological force that is against us.